Hello and welcome to today's episode of Market Talk. It's great to be joined today by Brian Trollip, Chief Operations Waller at Shoom. Uh, Fantastic uh, job title, Brian. Um, and also Ed Wood Palin, who is the Commercial Director at Filter Group. Um, thanks for thanks for being with us today. Uh, good to see you both. Um, Brian, we'll, we'll kick off with you to begin with. Um, I know you've worked with the Schumann in operations capacity for, for a decade now. Um, you know, obviously this year has been unprecedented in terms of everything that's happened to the industry. It's been like for you in an operations capacity? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's certainly been challenging. I, I don't need to tell anybody that because I think we've, we've all been going through our own challenges. But um, yeah, I think see, seeing all the doors closed was was pretty heartbreaking. I mean, we've worked really, really hard over a decade now to build a business up that we think is pretty special, uh, that looks after um, or employs ten, uh, a thousand people um, within the, the business that feeds a, up to a million kids a year that otherwise couldn't afford a meal. And that's a place that people from all walks of life come to break bread. So um, it, it, it was really tough seeing that, that closed. And operationally shutting down all the restaurants uh was really tough just trying to think about what that meant for every one of our team members as we went into that was really really difficult it's tough to give reassurance at the time when you know there was so much uncertainty and the world was getting turned on its head every day um so that was tough but you know out of it have come some some great opportunities i think we're, we're closer to our team now than we've ever been um we sort of even though we're further apart managed to reach out and, and and make sure that we were connecting with our with our team in, in different ways and it's been been really brilliant to get to know people in in different ways to see them at home on zoom calls with their kids and to sort of understand and the the different challenges that people have been going through because it has been really really difficult uh, difficult and different yeah. for very very different people um sure yeah but, you know, sorry karen yeah, and, and um, I mean, what was interesting, I think, with you guys is you were about to launch a new restaurant just at the time the, lock, the lockdown happened in, in Birmingham. Um, and obviously you were, you were gearing up for that and then had to put that on hold. And um, I understand that that is now open, but that must have really provided a challenge from an operational perspective that you'd never faced before. Yeah, that was, that was really difficult. I think particularly for the team in Birmingham because uh, <laughs> We just trained up, uh, got everyone trained up and ready to go, and we were all super excited for the launch. Um, and then they all had to go home for four months, essentially, and and then come back um, and get geared up again with with very little additional training and prep before we reopened. Um, and it's just been a Herculean effort by everybody uh, in that team who've done an amazing job um, bouncing back. No doubt, having forgotten a lot of this stuff that we we taught them, but it didn't look like that they did an amazing job getting it open and we've been welcomed really really in a really really beautiful way by birmingham um despite all the uncertainty all the crazy things going on uh the local community has been fantastic they've worked us really really well um and yeah it's going well we, we we couldn't be happier good stuff um ed just to bring you into the conversation now um filter group offers a number of solutions for commercial kitchens so like fryer management, automated extraction duct cleaning. Um, so what sort of patterns are you seeing as all of these food service operations begin to reopen then? Well, like Brian says, I think, you know, the word heartbreaking is quite kind of uh, powerful. I think actually we spend a lot of time building this business up and we are wholly dependent on the restaurant industry. So, you know, watching the lights go out one by one was fairly traumatic. 
Um, and actually, I think it forced us to look inwards at what we want to do and where we really want to focus. Um, it forced us to look at innovation. So certain things that have been you know, on the shelf for a while that we'd love to do, we finally have dusted off and developed. So it's forced us probably to improve as a business. Um, and fortunately, as, as the lights have come back on, the business has come back. So we're pretty much back up to near full strength um, as a business. So, you know, we kind of mirrored the, the restaurant industry. Um, and actually, we've come out stronger because, you know, we've been through whether it's databases or whether it's equipment that we've always thought, you know, if we could just do this to this, this bit of equipment and develop it. So we've really sort of focused on innovation. Um, and I think that's probably the only silver lining of this, this awful COVID cloud is that, you know, it's forced innovation. Um, and as Brian said, you know, things like Zoom, the, the personal connection you now have with people, you because you're going into the houses, you know, you're having meetings where you're actually getting to know them as people. Um, so I think it has changed the landscape. Um, but yeah, we're, we're very much bounced back and um, yeah, looking forward to, to hopefully getting through the other side of this. Excellent stuff, because I mean, during the pandemic, you launched Filter Shield, which was a sanitization service that is uh, said to kill the coronavirus. So what sort of feedback and engagement have you had from the hospitality sector so, thanks to that innovation? So, I mean, we're an environmental services business. So you know, our business is guys in vans providing niche environmental services, whether it's fitting seals on fridges or, you know, the vent system or grease management. So it was a logical thing for us to do, um, principally to get our customers open and ha help them stay open. Um, it's been a journey. So there's two services we provide. One is sanitization and the other one is thermal cameras. Thermal cameras have been really strong for us, although bizarrely outside of our normal sector. So offices, schools, you know, government buildings. Um, the sanitization services has been interesting. You know, obviously our customers have got limited resources. What resources they have got, they're spending on getting their own staff to clean. Um, but we've recently, we've, the services evolved and um, we've done a really, I don't know if you're aware, we've done a deal with uh, an NHS partnership. Mm -hmm. So we've actually partnered to provide an NHS made disinfectant and cleaning standard into the, the wider commercial space. So it's taken us down avenues we were never down before. And, we, you know, it's, it's great to learn new things. Um, and fundamentally, it's this COVID situation has just got to stop. You know, we need to control it. I think for our services, it's more probably appropriate to schools and offices. I think restaurants do have measures in place because they're used to clean spaces. They're used to clean kitchens. Um, but I think it's a combined effort to make sure this just goes away and stays away. Sure, yeah. And, and Brian, you know, returning the conversation to you, presumably this is an area that you've had to become an expert on as well since reopening the, the sites. Is it the, the whole hygiene aspect of everything from the front of house to the back of house? Completely, I guess. Um, being restaurant safety is something that we always take incredibly seriously. Um, and that's that's no different now and, and even you know more the case. So we've um, put some fantastic systems into all of our restaurants. It's sort of a ream LED I've written this down because it's a mouthful, <laughs> photohydroionization systems, which essentially kill um, viruses, bacteria, anything in the air and all, on all surfaces within, uh, within the building um, instantly upon impact. So those, those are going through our extract systems in all our, our restaurants at all times, um, which certainly makes me feel a lot safer in the, in the restaurants. And they've um, been tested on, on numerous sort of viruses and the science seems really really solid behind them so um we do that through chapman's ventilation who, who helped us a lot in getting all of those into into all the restaurants 
Um, and then on top of that, just just generally, um, you know, we've spent a fortune on on putting up screens and barriers within our restaurants, but still trying to make them feel like really beautiful, fun, inviting places that people want to sit down and and enjoy their time within. Um, and really listen to our team and work with them a lot just to understand um, what their concerns are, uh, what things they wanted to be able to feel like coming back to work was a super safe thing for them. And I think the feedback we've had from our team, from our guests has, has been brilliant. Uh, I think they can see that we're taking it really, really seriously, but at the same time that we're, we're making absolutely sure that the is still a fun and enjoyable place to, to come in and uh, spend time. And I think that balance is, is tough and I've seen all sorts on the spectrum from restaurants that have been open and and you know we hope we've got it right and we just keep doing our best every day on that yeah sure and and i mean outside of the covid measures what what does a dishroom kitchen look like you know when, when you're when you're planning a kitchen and, and putting one together what are the what are the most important things as far as you're concerned well most important things um within any kitchen i think are the chefs i mean they're, they're the guys who make it that actually work but um obviously We've got, we've done a, a huge number of meals out of our, our, our kitchens. So there's a lot of heat generated out of that. Great extracts, really, really necessary air conditioning into the kitchens. Um, there's all sorts of fancy kit that the, that, that the guys use within the, um, the kitchens that I won't bore you with, but um, breads, fresh breads, we make upwards of, of a thousand fresh breads out of each kitchen every single day. So uh, our tundra wow. ovens are really, really important there. Um, but largely stands of people, to be honest with you, who can make it work. So, uh, Brian, are, are you managing to actually social distance within the kitchens then? Have you had to rearrange things to allow chefs to work at their own little mini stations? We have. There have been some minor uh, menu reductions necessary to help with distancing um, and then clear guidance and mass, uh, um, markings movement of some of the the kit which is kind of hard within your your extract canopies so it, it's definitely been been a huge challenge um there isn't it's not particularly easy to to reshape kitchens once they're in and they're sort of fitted out so that's been really really challenging uh but we're managing to to keep everyone safe and uh distance in a sensible way and, and working but it that was probably one of our biggest challenges actually very tough Mm, absolutely um ed just coming back to you um it seems to be that the world and their wife have actually come out with covid cleaning and hygiene offerings right now uh, so uh in terms of your filter shield offerings and your thermal uh temperature taking well, what are the usps right. that make them stand out <laughs> i think you're absolutely right and you know we're we're sort of uh, mindful of the fact you know as i said we're an environmental services business so you know we provide grease trap management we provide ventilation servicing um so it's a technical service that we provide um the what's quite exciting is the partnership we've done with this nhs trust is taking hospital cleaning standards into restaurants you know as brian said the top end operators are very very good at this however not everybody is um, and if you go into an office there isn't anybody trained in cleaning so I think actually for us, I think looking at this whole holistic situation, you know, the person who's responsible for your health is ultimately probably the lowest paid person maybe in the operation. I think that's what's been flipped on its head here. I think health and hygiene is really, really important. So the, the NHS partnership we've, we've, we've signed is to provide training. So it's NHS approved training 
and a product made within the NHS service to restaurants. So it's hypochlorous acid. Um, so it's entirely um, inert, it's pH neutral. You can spray it around people. Um, and we've sort of, as I said, we've been on a journey in this. Um, and we, we really do think there's, there's it, within certain parts of the industry, there's a real need to embrace the fact that cleaning has to be methodical. You know, it needs to be a figure of eight. And you know, there's, there's, there's ways to clean a table. And it isn't just find the nearest dirty cloth and wipe the table. You know, it's, use, which, you know, it's using certain products in certain ways. So I think um, cleaning needs to be at the forefront. If we can help work with the NHS, bear in mind everything we buy from the NHS generates income for frontline patient care. So we do think there's an opportunity here to come together, um, you know, to support the NHS with this product. And, and really, we see ourselves as, as the conduit for doing that. So it's been a journey um, and yeah, we've, we've arrived with what we think is a fairly unique proposition. It's certainly groundbreaking for the NHS to have done a partnership like Cool. Um, and Ed, Brian was obviously talking at the beginning about how um, all what's happened over the last few months has, has forced changes in the way that companies operate and the way that staff engage and so on. Has, has that been the case for you within Filter Group now? Do you, do you feel there's a change in approach in terms of the way you go to market? Absolutely. So we're really focused on you know adding value. So there's, there's certain services where we think actually, do you know, this is where Filter really are you know, valuable to clients. And there's other services, non-technical services, where we're maybe not so much. I think also innovation, you know, we've been looking at situations that we've never really thought there's any innovation in, but actually, you know, if we just did this or just did that. So again, there's just different ways of bringing innovation into corners of the kitchen that people don't think about. Um, you know, and I think that's been quite exciting. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, that's a good thing to continue on with for you, Brian. In innovation. What what constitutes innovation for you in terms of your your kitchens and um, you know what what are you looking for moving ahead when the the time does come to be investing in in kind of new kit and new practices um, again. Innovation so far for us has um, been focused around trying to keep people's jobs and and trying to get back in front of our our, our guests. So um, we've opened up some delivery kitchens as a result of that which has been a really interesting sort of journey for us um and we're, we're sort of putting a lot of creativity and and thought into that at the moment which is pretty exciting we've launched a bacon arm roll kit which is now available throughout the country and we're looking at some really tasty vegan options of that as well um and vegetarian options so that that's where we've been focusing our our, our sort of creative thinking at the moment is just just trying to think uh pretty hard about how we keep our team we're pretty determined not to lose anybody uh, throughout this and as i say touch wood we've, we've uh, managed to do that so far right. and then around safety as well um like i say the the air treatment systems that that just make our offices and our restaurants safe places to be within um that's been you know super helpful and we've put in some paid table solutions as well um which we're sort of trialing in shortage at the moment that um it's another thing that we think might be helpful. It's not something that we would have thought of uh, previously. So I think um, we've been all being pushed in, in ways that may have made us slightly uncomfortable previously, but we're being forced to embrace things and get, get behind a little bit of innovation and just try and figure out new ways to do things that are going to work in what is definitely going to be a new world uh, once we come out the other side of this, whenever that may be. Um, because let's be honest, it looks like we're, we're about to go into more uncertainty for a little while. 
and um, that could be the case for who knows how long so i think we've all just got to work pretty hard at, at moving fast and being a bit agile and, and finding things to do so i can't give you any more specifics than that but but that's where we've been focusing anyway no absolutely so say so you said that um you're launching things like the uh, the first ever at home cookery kit that this year has done so i mean what kind of impact does that have on existing restaurant infrastructure and your existing resources to be trying all of these new things well i think um i mean everyone will tell you at the moment the with the distancing and the restrictions and the safety measures that we've got in place uh that pretty has a pretty substantial impact on the number of guests that you can look at within look after within your your, your restaurants so for us um essentially we've got more people than we can support within the restaurants and with the current situation so it just really helps us to keep making sure that people can support their families they're getting paid we're not having to go in with all sorts of nasty pay cuts and and things that you're seeing throughout the industry um it's really really helping us there um and essentially we've got additional capacity within the the restaurants at the moment so it's not affecting us too much in terms of us not being able to service what we need to service thank you jakey and you mentioned that obviously there's this threat of either tighter restrictions curfews a london lockdown so how is that kind of affecting your thinking in terms of your focus over the next few months from an operational point of view it's tough i think we want to make delivery absolutely brilliant and just just make it in, incredible and, and feel like a assume experience as much as is possible and uh, we're still figuring out how to do that but but making small improvements every day and um within the restaurants i think all we can do is work really 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 hard to make sure that when people do choose to come and visit us they have the most incredible experience they can possibly have they feel really really safe um and then outside of that i guess there's a lot out of our hands but all we can really do is try to make sure that you know we provide awesome food and drink awesome service make sure our team's happy um and take care of everyone as best we can sure. brian on the on the delivery kitchen side is that is that infrastructure that you have assembled yourself or are you partnering with the, the you know companies like delivery for for example We've been working with uh, Deliveroo uh, on, in terms of our, our delivery so far. Um, and I think, you know, they've been brilliant partners to us so far um, and have really enabled us to move pretty quickly because I, I just, I don't really see how we would have done it um, mm. as we're reopening the restaurants with, so initially we did delivery out of the restaurants. Um, as we reopen them that was really difficult with with distancing and safety measures so we opened a couple of delivery kitchens and if we hadn't had delivery as a partner with with us in in that respect i think it would have been very very difficult yeah sure okay uh, and ed presumably there's a knock-on effect for you is there with, with this whole growth in delivery kitchens do you, do you see any opportunity there for a business such as filter absolutely so we're still getting involved in you know um, developments of, of new dark kitchens or commercial kitchens that are not customer facing. I think, you know, back to, to Brian's point, I think restaurants need to be somewhere welcoming. It's an event to go to a restaurant and it's really difficult um, to, to balance that with all of the COVID measures. Um, I think one of the big issues is customer confidence, which is back up. We need to keep it there. 
um, because you know we, we need the economy to to be generating jobs. We need the you know to pay for obviously all the expenditures so far. So I think it's really it's a tough balance to get that right. Um, but yeah, we, we see delivery as a sort of it's it's grown. It's been vital, I think, for a lot of restaurants during this period. Um, but really, we'd love to see people back in in, uh, in restaurants, sat down, enjoying themselves, enjoying hospitality. That's where we need to be, and we have to we have to keep it there. And I think what what expense there is of you know a, a more restrictions on that market and on the confidence, I think, really needs to be considered before any other actions are taken. Yeah, I mean, do you see Filter as adapting its operations anymore in terms of all of the uh, uncertainty that's going on right now? Um, I mean, we are, as I said, we're wholly dependent on the restaurant sector. So we need the restaurant sector to function for us to function. You know, we've got guys with jobs, um, wholly dependent on being able to attend a restaurant and carry out a service to a, a duck system or a grease trap or, or fit a seal. We're lucky in that we do work with the supermarket sector as well. Um, so we provide seals for doors and fridges um, and obviously those guys have been very, very busy. Um, so, you know, the, that, that's almost been the delivery for us, if you like, as a business. It's kept us going while the restaurants have been closed, but we, we really want to be working with the restaurant sector and doing whatever we can to, to make sure the doors all stay open. Yeah, so say so going forwards then, can you see there being more innovations from you guys? Are you going to go into other markets, other types of equipment or services? I think we're just going to continue to innovate the services we provide. The the sanitization service um, is really a, a necessary service for right now. Um, you know, whatever we can do, it's, we, you know, I, I met with a government minister the other day. We're privileged to be involved in this. Um, and I think that the size of the... The problem is not to be underestimated. You know, this COVID situation is affecting all of our lives. Um, and it's really important that it just gets, you know, resolved. Um, and it's very difficult, especially as we go into winter and people coming inside. Um, you know, and obviously there's effects of things like UV that, that have been containing it with people being outside. Um, and I think we're, we're now going to see um, what the effects of that are. So whatever services we can provide, it's not the mainstay of our business, but to help restaurants or, or public spaces protect themselves and, and keep COVID at bay then it will continue to do that but really our focus is the core services we provide innovating them making them save more money for our clients ultimately I mean if you take for example the fridge seal service will save against the manufacturer's seal so we think actually probably we'll find customers coming to us because they're looking for those savings so we're going to stick to what we're good at Claire in a, in a short answer that um, and continue to innovate that sure okay well um guys i think we've probably reached our, our time limit for today's episode thank you very much for joining us today it was you know really interesting to hear about your businesses and, and also the huge amount of change that you've had to um overcome over the last few months and um you know irrespective of what of what's ahead what's ahead and what's to come we wish you the very best of luck so, so good thanks, thank you thanks guys yeah.